Hello, everybody, and welcome to According to Joe. This is Jim Perona. Sorry we've missed you a little over a week, but we are back at it tonight with some great topics. I want to welcome in Joe Martin. Joe, I know you've been chomping at the bit to get back on the air. Always love being here, Jim. I always have a lot of opinions, and I'm always ready to give them. That's great. That's what we're here for. Emma, you uh, survived a trip out to California, I hear. I did survive to Coachella. It was very, very fun. The dust is no joke. Otherwise, okay. great experience. Let's get right into things. If you haven't hadn't noticed, Twitter is in the news. About a week ago, Twitter had gotten an offer by Elon Musk. How did he announce it? He sent it out on Twitter that he was making an offer to purchase Twitter, not purchase a share of stock, not purchase a little bit, purchase the whole company, offered $54.20 per share. It was trading around $40 at the time. I learned over that time period that he was already a 9% stake owner in Twitter. And then Joe, part of his strategy is uh, to really try to run the company differently, I understand. Yeah, you know what? I like it. I like where his head's at. I'm a big fan of free speech, just like, like obviously Elon Musk is. When you see things on Twitter or any social media that you don't agree with or that makes you mad, that means free speech is working. You know, you should be able to say whatever you want on on these platforms, both sides, whoever, anybody, not just it shouldn't just be a lopsided, you know, one sided thing. And I think he's going to really straighten that out. That seems to be his intent. He definitely has said he'd like to do it that way and push it. We will get a chance to see. So many people have Twitter accounts. Emma, who's uh, got a little bit of social media experience and maybe would say some expertise. How do you react to this? Yeah, it's interesting. I honestly don't feel like it'll change a ton. Maybe there'll potentially be some cool features that will be added in. I find I find it hard to believe that there wouldn't be some sort of personal interest intertwined <laughs> into the, some of the decision making. But as with everything, I think that would happen no matter who bought it. So I, I yeah. totally agree with that. Yeah. Well, you can't blame that when you own something. When it's yours, Especially you, you pay 40, 44 billion for it. Yeah, I would too. Right. And that is the number, $44 billion. And we know that th- this had been out there. So it was kind of an interesting, for a, for, for a finance major in college like me, it was an interesting to hear um, he went ahead and just announced this deal. Uh, clearly, he would have had uh, been submitting it or had already submitted it to the board of directors of Twitter. Decided to go ahead and take the offer. Because really, we thought we were kind of manning up for a battle, I think. <laughs> so, Joe, when you think about this, about around $54 per share, Twitter had traded in the 60s and 70s within the last two years. Sure. So it, it, even though it had been trading in the 40s uh, now during the last number of months, certainly a situation where you know any current shot shareholder would say, okay, uh, it's at 40, I'd probably be willing to sell at 54. And that's the decision the board had to make. It's kind of an interesting share for them, even though someone else I think could argue and say, we were worth more before, we're going to be worth more again, we're going to turn down this offer. So I do think the board had both options out there this afternoon that Elon Musk and the sale is going to go through. I mean, really, how can you turn down $44 billion? I mean, you know, <laughs> what? how can you turn down $44 billion? The shareholders, I mean, they're, they're not going to lose any money. I mean, they're going to they're gonna be taken care of. So I can't see anything wrong with it. I mean, I know there's a, people that don't like Elon Musk, I guess his political views, whatever. Two, I have two quotes to read for you. The first quote was from 2013 from the Business Insider. They say billionaire Jeff Bezos, Washington Post buy marks a fascinating cultural transition in America. 
Okay. So that was their take on Jeff Bezos buying the Washington Post. Mm -hmm. Just this month, they now, they're also the business insider. They say Elon Musk's attempt to buy Twitter represents a chilling new threat. Billionaire trolls taking over social media. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I can't be the only one that sees a little bit of bias right there between, you know, the business insider. That's an amazing difference. That you is know. nuts. I think it shows, too, the differences of perception on traditional media versus social media. I feel like people naturally feel a little more personally attacked when it comes to a social media infiltration rather than a traditional media. But it should probably be the same reaction. So we haven't seen yet what Elon Musk's the way he's... And I, I am no Bezos devotee, or, but he, <laughs> he has handled the ownership of the Washington Post integrity that they haven't changed their editorial stances and all the way that they've approached it it has not become any sort of shill for his operation very so, true i think it'll be interesting to see too with all the stuff with well the obvious heat that facebook's been under in the prior months i'm curious to see if he handles like i mean twitter doesn't really have those same issues but scenarios of that magnitude joe i, I can't leave this topic without saying it does this mean a certain president will be back on Twitter. <laughs> you know what? I thought I wondered the same thing, and I did see a little blurb. I didn't read the article. I believe he was quoted as saying he's going to stick to his own platform that he's creating. Oh, is that right? But I do. Yeah, he's trying to create his own platform, or has. I, be, I believe. Um, was it Devin Nunez from California? Did he leave Congress to be the CEO or something of that? Uh... Truth Social, a platform created by Trump Media and Technology Group. It says its stock fell 13% as Twitter announced the deal. Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> See, oh yeah, Devin Nunez, the TMTG yeah. CEO, Devin Nunez said he expected the platform would not completely open to the public until late March. That was the a launch discussion. That was back in February. So. Maybe it is up and going, Joe. We're just missing out on it, I guess. Go to, I, yeah, I don't it have it, it downloaded it yet, but okay, it looks like it's on the App Store. It's available to iPhone users, so I'll have to up. give it a listen. I like to listen to all different kinds of uh, news, so I'll see what it, I'll check it out. See what it's about. It's <laughs> funny to me that it's not available to Android users yet. I don't know why, but in my brain, I would think his main demographic is Android users. Oh, I feel like that would be the case. Because a lot of people yeah. who are not interested you're right, in like you're the right. Apple's uh, agenda. Urban, the urban population would be a lot heavier in iPhone than sure. the uh, rural population would be. So, yeah, that is true. Makes sense. You're, uh, yeah. yeah. So the question is, yeah, is it more of a strategy or is it a uh, you know a technology issue rather than just an actual strategy? The real question there. But under the current situation, Donald Trump is not allowed on Twitter. I Correct. think in the future, at least he would be allowed there. And uh, That's what I'm saying. I think he will be allowed back if yeah. he wants to come back. I cringed when I heard that anybody would be banned from these, these social media platforms for just you know the way they handle themselves. It, I agree. It, it, if you're you know ruining public health or, or you know I don't know if you're to me if you're threatening someone or those types of things I could see yeah. taking them off. But uh, but this it it is an it was an odd strong play, in my opinion. Anyway, we're moving on. Next, we learned that Governor Greg Abbott created a plan to bus migrants to Washington D.C. Turns out this will be a voluntary for the, the actual migrants that are coming across. 
And not only has it been in planning, I guess uh, multiple buses have actually made their way to, to Washington, D.C. So talking about people coming across the border. Pretty easy to say that when you're in Illinois or when you're in Washington, D.C. It's very easy. You're not very close to the border and you're not going to have to put up with it day in and day out. But right now, Governor Abbott is trying to get them to, f- to feel the hurt a little bit, Joe. What do you think? I absolutely applaud him. It, I think it's the right move to do. It's not going to solve the problem whatsoever. It is making a statement, and it's letting them know, hey, this is what it's like, but multiplied by thousands. And I, I, I applaud his, his move. I, I think it was a good move. It's not going to get anything done, but at least he's made the statement. So apparently they didn't just, obviously they, they don't just grab illegals and push them out or however you want to no, ter- no. determine that. They've gone through whatever the process they would normally go through where it is for people to flow into an area like that. And, and just some of the, the, the practical challenges of people coming in without a place to live, you know, without a plan, with really are going to need society to reach out and help them, frankly. Texas and Arizona have been doing that for how many months, how many years? So now I think it's, it's time for D.C. to, hey, it's your turn. See what it's like to try to, try, to try to scramble and have places for these poor people to live, to eat, to work. I, I applaud him. I, I, I really like this. I really like it. I will say a lot smaller of a space in D.C. than in Texas. There, I think they already have trouble fitting people in there. <laughs> <laughs> and in, in reality, a few buses worth is just a, a small percentage of the overall. In yeah, flux. it's just a statement. It's nothing. It's not. It's not going to change. It's yeah, not. It's not the answer to change. All right. One topic that came up and is certainly uh, getting a lot of of watches, listens, and looks. At, it is the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard defamation trial. Joe, it's my understanding that this isn't a one way trial. This isn't one of the two of them just suing the other. This is going both ways. <laughs> it is. It sounds sounds like Johnny's uh, suing. Her for fifty million for defamation, and she's going to have a countersuit worth a hundred million. So that's uh, it's going to be quite a deal. Uh, and I, you know, we haven't heard from her yet. I've I've listened to a little bit of uh, him on the stand and his testimony, but I think that's it's two toxic people right there. Some of the things that they've done to to each other, you know, verbally, physically. I mean, I mean, she th- she smashed or threw a bottle at him and. Johnny Depp likes to say she severed his finger, but it cut the tip of his finger off. To me, a, a sane person <laughs> would probably wrap it up, go to the hospital. Nah, he decided that he was going to paint the walls with his bloody finger. And wrote he wrote all sorts of different things on, on lampshades and on the walls. And when he ran out of blood, he, started, he dipped his finger in paint. Kind of wacky. So part of what I heard then is Depp is... is writing messages and blood and paint she is leaving poop on the bed to, that he has to deal with when uh and uh, what my understanding is she was off at coachella and decided to leave poop on the bed is what is what johnny depp says so this is really quite a uh, quite a couple and i think the, the lesson i take away from it is if you love someone in a you're just such a big fan of some performer actor singer whatever it is just realize <laughs> this might be the person that you're idolizing is the person, the things in text that are, uh, have gone back and forth between these people is just an amazing mess. And like you said, Joe, the bull sounds like the two of them uh, have a very, very volatile relationship. I just, you know, what the hell's wrong with both of them? I think they're both 
just out there. I, I, I don't get it. I mean, Johnny Depp, I th- always thought he was a little strange just from his movies and, and just, you know, readings, you know, little e-blurbs about him. But and I don't know much about her, so I can't really speak too much about her. I'll be I'll definitely want to watch her um her on the stand and see what she, her her side of the story, you know. Like like I always say Jim there's his there's his side, there's her side and then there's the truth. Saw a little jocularity out of uh, Depp when attorney read some horrible statement of his and he he happened to read it twice. Attorney did and then Depp said, uh, "Would you read that again, please?" <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, he's inserting humor. I've seen some of that too. He is 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 trying to keep. They, they can just tell what just what an actual circus this is to have a drug and alcohol laden uh, relationship is what these. The day she sliced his finger off, I guess he was on a three day bender. He hadn't eaten, and he was just, it was just drugs and alcohol for three days, and he wondered why he was <laughs> he wasn't in the right mind. You know, didn't they have another another court battle uh, in the UK? I believe these two i can't remember exactly all the details but it, i th- it made it sound like the judges or over there the magistrates whatever they're called they kind of dismissed the whole claim of him accusing her of being abusive and things like that i don't know yes and the fact that she had said she was a victim of domestic abuse and yeah uh, and then uh, didn't name him but uh, went through that right. process so yes, yeah yes this is his ex-wife. This is not just some, yeah, right. some, some girl he dated or something like that. No. Boy, boy, this is... I don't know how long they were married. Do you? I, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's crazy. I think the one thing that's crazy is how much information, like just from cell phones, like texts and calls. Like, I don't know, just like the amount of audio and that kind of stuff is crazy. Just that's how true. much you can get from someone's mm-hmm. cell phone. There's some, some advice back in the day was... You know, don't ever write something or, or, or say something with multiple people hearing that you wouldn't want your grandma to, to hear. Yeah. Right, yeah. Boy, oh boy. There hasn't been a lot of adherence to that process here. They were married in 2015 and divorced in 2017. They got a lot done in two years. My God. <laughs> yes, they did. That's yeah. true. She is described, Amber Heard is described as an American actress and activist. Oh. So we'll, we'll get her on sometime, Joe. I hope so, yeah. I'd like to ask her about some of those bizarre text messages that Johnny Depp sent about what he wanted to dr- he wants to drown her first and then burn her. I mean, who says that? That's what I mean. Don't don't get too you know, <laughs> when you think, boy, I, I really love this uh this swashbuckling, you know, guy or I really uh-huh. like this this kind of odd editors Edward Scissor hands. I, I yeah boy, I really I really love uh, who's eating Gilbert Grape, but just just be careful that Don't uh, forget uh, twenty one <laughs> Jump Street, isn't that where he got his start? It was nineteen eighty seven to ninety, twenty one <laughs> Jump Street, that's when I was introduced to him. I was a 17-year-old uh, watching that show and definitely really watched it a lot. was really a 21 Jump Street yeah. fan. I, I'm not a fan of this crazy fella. That's a big mess, and I'm I'm actually looking forward to see how it plays out. I'd hate to be the judge and trying to decide what is real and what's not. I mean, his whole life's a fantasy. True. This is the kind of thing where the judge at the end says, I, I can't figure out you do. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly right. I'm just going to leave whatever happens, you know, that defamation, this woman's got no credibility. Did, he, li- he did lose a major job, and I, I don't know if it's due to this, but that's what he's saying. I can't believe they'd want this all out in the public. Like, they would want to go to, tra- to trial with all of this. No doubt. I mean, you know how, they know how much is in, like, that's really, really something. 
And she's, I think, filming her movie right now, right? She's filming Aquaman 2. So it was in 2018, Depp brought a libel lawsuit in the UK against newsgroup newspapers, publishers of The Sun, which had called him a, quote, wife beater mm-hmm. in, a, in a 2018 article. So you went from heard mentioning that she had been a, a victim of, of abuse, domestic abuse, never using Johnny Depp's name, that quote. Those UK, uh, The Sun, and those types of uh, <laughs> <laughs> newspapers. Yeah, they, they ran with a, it. They took a leap there. They went for it, and apparently of bringing a libel lawsuit against a, a place like that. But to bring it against her is really an interesting strategy. It's not something you see very often, frankly. As I relook at his life, and I remember now he actually, had actually proposed to Winona Ryder at one point. Oh, yeah, he sure did, now that you say that, sure. It's right in my wheelhouse of you know high school and college age, basically, when, when he was becoming popular and Winona Ryder right at the same time. She might have been a better fit for him. Maybe. Oh, what would have been, maybe. You know, yeah, right. <laughs> All right, Emma. I just have not had, not had enough news in my life, but I'd like to get some now. So let's go to our news segment. Sounds good. It's not a statement you hear very often of people wanting more of that. <laughs> First one, a woman rescued after falling in toilet trying to get her phone. Okay. A woman who accidentally dropped her cell phone into the hole of an outhouse on a national forest oh fell in trying to retrieve it and had to be rescued by firefighters. Oh I would not have expected this part of it. She disassembled the toilet seat and used dog leashes to try to get the phone, eventually used the leashes to tie herself off as she reached for it. The effort okay. failed and she fell whoa, into the whoa, toilet whoa, 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 This is a deep situation then, right? This is. Uh-huh. Did, did you use the term outhouse? Outhouse in a forest. A, a national plumbing, forest. Indoor so plumbing. Not, 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 not normal plumbing. Okay, got it. I would no. not want my phone back. They, it, no. I would, there's no way in hell that I would be digging it out. No way. <laughs> no. I don't care if but it's she brand called, new. Yeah, she called 911. So eventually she was in the toilet head first, <laughs> grabbed the phone, and called 911 in the toilet. Oh, <laughs> Oh, no. That's even better. <laughs> she was Wild. able to use it, so she did access it. Oh, you boy. go head first into an outhouse. You deserve anything that happens. They obviously advised her to go to a hospital, and she declined and just wanted to leave. Which, oh. I maybe you're so embarrassed at that point that you're just like, she let's should, keep you on moving. Be. You should be. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, unbelievable. Oh, Imagine being called out to that one as the police officer. The fire department. Yeah, the firefighter The firefighter said definitely the first time that's ever happened. Sadly, it probably won't be the last. <laughs> yeah, who knows? <laughs> no, it shows you we've all reached down, dropped a phone somewhere, uh, had to retrieve it. But I think you're right, Joe. Boy, talk about yep. if you want to measure the line, of the over-under of, you know, whether. That's the line for me. I can tell you that. A thousand dollars gone. <laughs> I I'm not going in after it. No way. <laughs> that might be the line. A Florida bride and a, her caterer served marijuana-laced food oh, at geez. the two unsuspecting guests at her wedding reception. The woman was arrested Monday following an investigation, according to court records. Upon asking the bride and groom whether they had consented or requested any food that contains cannabis products, the groom very sternly said no. But it appears the bride agreed to the lace food that she served, and many of her guests turned ill and required medical attention. Do people get sick from that? Is that you put it in food? I don't know. I don't even understand this. 
I don't think I like it. I don't think I like. I don't think I like her doing that. That's not cool at all. No. no. I mean, I don't know if you necessarily get sick. You know, I think if you knowingly are ingesting it, you are prepared for that sensation. Oh, but gotcha. But I think gotcha. if you're unknowingly, people, a lot of people were saying there was a strong odor of marijuana, and they had weird, tingly, fidgety, extra dry mouth. So they probably just assumed that something was, you know, they were getting food poisoning or sorts. Hmm. Yeah, if you don't know what's happening to you, you know, I, I, I don't like that. Okay, yeah, wedding guests were treated for symptoms, reportedly said they felt high, ill, or stoned. So somehow eating it would have that same, okay, I just am not very knowledgeable in this regard. And uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, would, I would imagine if you don't smoke often and then you are ingesting it that way that your body is not going to be used to that amount probably and maybe sure. even more than what you can handle. Sure. Thumbs down to that lady. Yeah, that's wow. wild. So according to an affidavit, the caterer was asked if there was marijuana in the food. The caterer giggled and shook her head yes. <laughs> the guest, that, yeah. same, that same guest asked, is this for real? And the caterer said yes. What Very bizarre. What Ridiculous. Only in Florida. We've got to have Only a Florida, Florida story. Yeah, well, there's <laughs> two right here. And that's no. the last one. I think there has to be two at least. A woman has been arrested months after threatening to blow up her son's high school unless cafeteria workers started giving him more food. Oh my the God. exact uh, call voicemail that she left to the high school was, if you don't start feeding my mother effing children better at that B-I-T-C-H, I'm going to come around that B-I-T-C-H and blow that mother effort up. Oh, jeez. So very light, very light that's uh that's not a joke with a school a school building that that's not that's a serious offense right there over not some extra good. hash browns or whatever uh they filed for her arrest and then the school was evacuated on that day but no explosives are found and there's no uh, you don't have any word on what she hasn't gone to trial yet or anything or no it ends with saying they filed paperwork ordering the woman's arrest on april 7th uh Oh, she, yeah, a woman has been arrested months after threatening, so must have made the arrest post that. Good. Well, Joe, you're too shy. You're not too scared when you leave it on the voicemail, you know? No, not at all. <laughs> this is maybe the most annoying, amazing <laughs> part of this whole thing is that this happened, I guess, in February, and right now she's tough enough. Anaya Smith there, she just left it right on the voicemail. Yeah, she she just could not care at all. She had no cares in the world. You leave a voicemail like that, you're, I think you got to take someone as being serious. Moving on to the next one here. A multiple player suspended after JUCO pitcher levels batter. A Texas junior college baseball conference has suspended a pitcher for four games after he tackled an imposing batter after a home run. And the batter was also suspended for two games because he was ejected for taunting. I implore everyone that has not seen this video <laughs> to search Juco Pitcher Tackles Runner, those four words. And if you're at all interested in baseball or football, you will be delighted by this amazing video. Integration of the two of the sports. <laughs> yes, these two sports come together very nicely. Uh, I mean, amazing attack. The pitcher gives up the home run. It's clear from the mannerism of the umpire as the runner is rounding second, was doing saying something the way the umpire reacted that it was a real problem. 
pitcher tackled him better than Dick Buckus made some hits. <laughs> he <laughs> absolutely <laughs> leveled him. I mean, it was an unbelievable tackle. I mean, yeah, level is the perfect word for it. He leveled him. Just, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I couldn't believe it when I watched it. And okay, you said both suspended, Emma, right? Yeah. I think some of the other people involved resulted yeah, brawl. In brawl. Resulted. Okay. But I did see on Twitter, too, I think that they were considering expulsion. Oh, quite a home it's run. Un- it's not believable. Quite a home run and then quite, <laughs> <laughs> quite a hit. Yeah, it's a must watch. Yeah, definitely. Moving on to the next, you inhaled it. Man inhales drill bit during dental visit. A retreat, routine trip to the dentist was anything but normal after an Illinois man inhaled the dentist's drill bit and had to go to the hospital to get it removed last month. Tom told this source that he was at the dentist getting his tooth filled when he was told he swallowed a tool. The bit was so deep that normal scopes couldn't reach it. He was told that if it couldn't be taken out, part of his lung would have to be removed. But luckily, they were trying a newer device to remove the object that's designed for early detection of cancer, and they were able to retrieve the drill bit. Yeah, apparently he didn't even swallow it. He inhaled the drill bit when they were working on him. You don't even think about things like this happening. You know, you really don't. No, these are the kind of things that, yeah, scare the people away from going and having a procedure done. And this was... This was local to us, uh, not too far away. It would actually happen in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Apparently, the man was from uh, northern Illinois and went up to have this. They've taken out the drill bit, and what does he do with it? He keeps it on a shelf at home. <laughs> I would, too. That's a memento. And he'll never have to pay for a dental procedure again. <laughs> no, you're I was right. going to say, after the bill, those bills, who knows? Wow, that's terrible. And then the last one here. Oh, another. This is actually the last florida story a man gets two years for multi-state motorized golf cart thefts a florida man linked to dozens of motorized golf cart thefts in the upper midwest was sentenced tuesday to two years in federal prison the fbi began investigating nathan rodney nelson in july 2019 after the sheriff's office in fargo north dakota asked for help in solving a series of mint golf cart thefts starting in 2017 in the Dakotas, Wisconsin, and Minnesota. Investigators say he stole at least 63 golf carts in seven states worth at least $283,000. Quite a wild run here. He's from Florida in those northern states, the Dakotas, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. He stole 63 golf carts across seven states even. It shows you. People think about every method of, when you run a business, you got to protect yourself against so many things. I guess it says that he would steal carts in pairs from rural Midwestern golf courses, usually at night. He sold many of the carts under a different alias at a cost of about $2,500 each. Well, if you're buying one that cheap, yeah, you should realize something's funny. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I think they, I think, I think they sell for about five grand or something around around here, anyway. Yeah, I think you're right. I, well, I think the people when you're buying one off some guy, uh, <laughs> yeah, and it's not in a, a business. It it, it fell off a probably, truck. <laughs> yeah, something's probably <laughs> wrong. He two hundred eighty three thousand dollars worth of stuff, and he probably got you know seventeen thousand for it all. Okay, today we're gonna have a wrap up. We have a Joe's soapbox segment. Joe, the topic tonight is, is the news really the news? Oh, God, no. The news is not the news, and I'm sick and tired of it. I'm really, I, It really burns me. 
no matter what, I don't care what channel you turn on, all it is, opinion, opinion, opinion. Just read the news. That's it. I don't, I'll make my own decision, make my own opinions. You know, bring back the Walter Cronkite days. He just sit there with his papers, read the news and be done. But now you got, everyone puts their twist to fill their narrative. I'm, I hate it. I'm sick and tired of the news. It's something, we need a one good channel that just says the news, nothing else. But I don't know, Joe. Is there anything that's even close to that right now? Not that I can find. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm being serious. I, I mean, I, cause no, I watch I them you. all. I try to watch them all because I don't, I don't want just one, one take. I want to, because you you watch the same story on two different channels, and you're gonna you're gonna have different, you know, a different take takeaway from each segment. That's not how it should be. That's not news. Give me the news. Tell me what happened. Give me the facts. Give me the truth, and I'll decide what I think about it. I think there's a lot of people that feel the same way as you, Joe. A very good point ending here for our Joe Soapbox. Well done there. I definitely want to thank everybody that helped us out here tonight. Uh, Emma, great job with the news as usual. We'll try and even mix in some non-Florida stories one of these days. But uh, <laughs> one of these just, days. They're just That's so much easy. fodder. There's so much fodder out there. It's just, just a, kind of an amazing thing. Definitely want to appreciate everything that you're doing. We're talking about news buff Joe Martin. Everybody, thanks for listening. This is Jim Perona saying, have a great night.